It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A very happy Flipmas to you all. What is Flipmas? Well, the early signing window begins today in the BYU football program. I'll just got to say this. They are doing work when it comes to recruiting. Two major uh, commitments coming on Flipmas Eve last night. We're talking about Ephraim Asiata and Sonny Tuwala and what they offer to the BYU football program. And also look at a little bit ahead to what to expect on a very busy day across the BYU sports universe. We've got it all ahead on Locked on Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day, and thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports, and today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Of course, FanDuel wants to help you guys have some fun when it comes to the NFL season. Uh, make every moment more with our friends at FanDuel right now. New customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Simple as that, my friends. Uh, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Alright, let's dive right in. Uh, two big uh, commitments coming last night on Flipmas Eve. Now, Flipmas may be a term that you're unfamiliar with. It's kind of rose into prominence, or risen to prominence, I should say, using uh, correct grammar there, uh, I guess correct uh, internet, whatever. Uh, but uh, Flipmas uh, came about in the last couple of years where this time of year, a lot of guys are flipping their commitments. BYU obviously got a big one yesterday with uh, uh, Danny Saili uh, committing to BYU after flipping uh, from Texas Tech, who originally had flipped uh, from Oklahoma for. So a big uh, deal that it's kind of been kind of the, the new moniker that it, uh, comes about this time of year when it comes to this uh, period. But the early signing window is open today. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, a number of you uh, probably will have already heard of BYU officially signing a number of guys. Uh, it sounds like, uh, based on what I've been reading, and hearing BYU could sign as many as 25, 26, 27 guys uh, today. Uh, crazily enough, they come from the junior college ranks, they come from the high school ranks, come from the transfer portal ranks, all of that. Uh, coming together, and the best part is BYU is not uh, forbidden from signing above 25 guys. A number of you probably are thinking, well, how can they sign more than 25, Jake? The new rule in the NCAA, and you probably saw it with, happen with Colorado, is that you can have no more than 85 scholarship players, but there is no limit to the amount of guys you can quote-unquote cut uh, or uh, encourage to enter the transfer portal and how many guys you can add to your roster. you got to stay within the 85 scholarship limit, the 123 uh, overall uh, roster limit, uh, but there's no limit to how many guys you can turn it over. BYU last year, we talked about this. For those of you who are longtime listeners, there are up to 60 guys, if I recall correctly, that were new on BYU's uh, roster last year. Expecting significant turnover once again this year. I said 25, 27 guys signing today, and the best part is BYU is still not done. They've still got a whole nother month and a half until the actual signing day in early February. And oh, by the way, there's a whole nother transfer portal cycle that's going to take place after spring ball uh, in uh, April and May. So uh, crazy, crazy times, but all the same, BYU doing some really, really good work in the transfer portal, as well as the high school recruiting ranks. And the two 
guys we're going to talk about here today, actually one's a junior college guy, I should say, one a high school athlete, and the best part is this may be uh, the key foundation for BYU's defense to live up to the billing that many have wanted this defense to be. Now, Jay Hill came to BYU and promised that he was not going to be a, a guy who was content uh, losing and uh, dying at death by a thousand paper cuts, as he said, and I think this past season for him defensively probably were the thousand paper cuts. He saw his defense falter in all major metrics, really. They had a pretty solid start to the year, but losing some of the key guys on defense, guys like Ben Bywater, then in the safety unit, losing all the guys that they lost there, etc., really hampered BYU's ability to compete down the stretch, and he wants nothing more than to have a dominant defense to be able to call plays for, and I think that the bedrock for that has been laying in this recruiting cycle. BYU is doing incredible work bolstering both their defensive line and the overall front seven of this defense because he knows that those guys are going to be critical to any and all success that BYU has. And that's not to say that his secondary won't be critical as well, but he knows he's got to have a ferocious defensive line, and Sonny Tuala adds to that mix. Now, who is Sonny Tuala? Well, he is uh, from Australia, uh, a guy who grew up with a rugby background. He's listed, uh, most sites have him six foot four, 250 to 260 pounds, and the rugby background, as I mentioned, there are reports out there that he ran a 4.55 second 40, uh, and crazy crazy metrics uh, for him, just overall size, speed, weight uh, combination. And the other thing about this is he's played exactly, I think, nine games of American football. He came to the United States of America with the whole thought of maybe translating his rugby background into playing American football. He played for Citrus Junior College this past season in California uh, and didn't have crazy stats. 13 tackles, I think, all told, as well as uh, three sacks on the year. So the stats are not going to wow you. But the, the the simple fact is you look at his story, you look at his background, and does it not evoke images or uh, harken back to the Ziggy Ansaw story? Now, Ziggy ultimately went on to become a first-round, a top-five NFL draft pick. Is Sonny Tuala on that same trajectory? Only time it will tell on that front. But there are parallels and connections and just uh, the overtures and some of the just the, it sounds a lot like the Ziggy Ansah story. A guy who is just this physical freak, a specimen of a human being, uh, decides to give American football a shot. And we all know how Ziggy's story ended up. He made millions in the NFL, obviously, before injuries uh, really uh, curtailed uh, what was a promising uh, career. But Sonny Tuala has got three years of eligibility remaining to play for BYU this year. And I I'm looking forward to seeing him develop as a Cougar. Is it going to be that he takes the field this fall and he goes out there and absolutely lights it on fire? No, it's not going to happen because he is so new to the sport. Many of you uh, might recall Ziggy Ansah spent, what, the majority of two seasons really kind of building up towards what he ultimately was as a senior. And even when he was a senior for BYU, it wasn't necessarily what he would become in the NFL. It took time to really teach him and get him the feel for the game and understand the overall strength strategy and just get him to where they can contribute. Sonny Tuala's got a little bit of a head start having already played at the junior college ranks, but there's still going to be work to be done with him, but you cannot teach six foot four, 265, running a 4.540 and just a, a just a physical specimen, as I mentioned. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Sonny Tuala offers, and he adds to a, an impressive and I mean a very impressive uh, defensive line class. Going by the 24-7 sports uh, rankings or the ratings uh, for BYU's defensive line 
assignees that are expected today. Uh, Danny Saili was the top-rated guy in 88, which is near four-star te- territory as a junior college transfer to BYU like Sonny Tuala. Uh, Kenny Laufono Hema, we'll find out today if he ultimately does opt to sign with BYU at a Springville High School. He's got an 87 rating, which is also near four-star territory, uh, a high three-star. Devoe Tuatanga, who is already committed to BYU in 87, uh, he's going to go on a mission, but once he returns, expect to see him uh, making an impression. Adney Reed, who's also a guy that uh, is from Australia, funny enough, he and... Uh, uh, Sonny Tuala are, are both from uh, in Australia. I should say that Adney Reed is not from Australia. His dad is a mission president uh, in Australia currently, and that's where Adney's been going to high school uh, down there. And then Siosefa Brown uh, out of Highland High School, rated 85. Sonny Tuala, who we were just talking about, 85. Very, very nice number for him because that's a mid-three-star. Uh, and like I say, he's barely scratching the potential uh, that he has as a football player. We'll see where he ultimately uh, ends up. And then Dallin Johnson and Luke uh, Tua Malatai, both defensive tackle prospects rated 82, and I think both of those guys are a bit underrated as well. So there is a very, very strong core for BYU's defensive line in this class, and do not discount the fact that BYU made it a, made it a key part of making sure that this defensive line was going to be rebuilt and rebuilt in the image that Jay Hill wanted it to be rebuilt in. He is not going to stand idly by and let things wither and die on the vine. He refuses to let that happen, and I really, really like the potential they have with this defensive line. Well, the the front seven, as I mentioned, is obviously going to be, need up, uh, upgrading, and a linebacker prospect with a very familiar last name ultimately opted to sign with BYU, made the commitment announcement last night. And we'll talk about the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who has overcome incredible odds, and that is Ephraim Asiata, and we'll get to that as we continue on right here on Locked on Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Now, FanDuel has been working with us for quite a while, my friends, and the best part about FanDuel is they want to let you guys have some fun this NFL season. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Simply put, you get $150 if your team wins. Simple as that. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than to get, on, get in on the action. Three weeks of the regular season remaining in the NFL. The playoffs to come. It's always an exciting time of the year. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, already the aforementioned uh, money line bets. No matter what you're looking for, they've even got daily specials available to you as well from our friends at FanDuel. So get on it today and have some fun this NFL season. Uh, like I said, it's a crazy, crazy time, but no better time to get started today. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and have some fun this NFL season with our friends at FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's all courtesy of your friends at FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Utah Community Credit Union. Now, Utah Community Credit Union has their Learn and Earn feature, part of their UCCU mobile banking app, which is paying your entire family to learn about money. All of us want to be smarter when it comes to our finances and money overall. That is where Learn and Earn steps in. It breaks down these financial topics into fun, bite-sized lessons and games. The best part is you complete a lesson and uh, the game, the quiz, whatever it has in it, and you accrue points. It can be redeemed for gift cards to places like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family, all can compete against one another and track your progress on leaderboards. And the best part is it's all available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so you can play it literally anytime, anywhere. The more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Simple as that, my friend. It's Learn and Earn, part of UCCU. They're award-winning Be Money Smart. Be, 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 be
Be Money Smart Youth Banking uh, Program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of your friends over at UCCU. Love where you bank. Thanks once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys, if you've not done so already, please sign up for our subtext community. It's a way to get uh, insight from me directly uh, to your phone. I know you're probably watching this on your phone, but if you want to do it in text form, you literally can just shoot off text back and forth with myself. If you want to do that, uh, uh, click on the show notes, uh, click the link there. You type in your phone number, you sign up, you associate a credit card, you get a 14-day free trial. Let me be very clear about that up front. But then it's a $4.99 charge uh, every month after that. And it's direct access to me. We'll get you uh, live updates of stuff as it's happening from BYU Sports, uh, recruiting updates, all that type of stuff. And it's a really, really fun way to interact with me uh, personally and looking forward to it. So if you're looking uh, uh, to have another way to be involved with the show, uh, sign up for the subtext community right now. We're closing in. I think we're just north of 50 subscribers at this point, and I've got a goal to uh, 10 times that uh, in the near future, but would love nothing more than for you guys' support. So uh, sign up today and have some fun with us on subtext. All right, so... As mentioned, Ephraim Asiata announced that he is going to commit to BYU and he will sign with the Cougars today. Now, that last name should sound very familiar because Matt Asiata went on to have a very, very strong career who is Ephraim's father. Now, uh, Matt, once upon a time, I can take you all the way back to my high school days. Let's go back and talk about uh, probably 14 or 15-year-old Jake, so 20-plus years ago. I played in high school football in Orem, Utah at Mountain View High School. And uh, I had a teammate of mine uh, during the, during those days that became a very dear friend. And he tells me, hey, I've got this cousin that's playing uh, football up in Salt Lake at Hunter High School. His name's Matt, and he's pretty good. Uh, well, that would be the one, the only Matt Asiata. Yeah, he turned out to be a pretty darn good running back. Uh, Matt uh, committed to BYU once upon a time, then uh, reneged on that. And I think it was grades involved or something to that effect. Ultimately went the junior college route to get things uh, straight, uh, straightened out. Uh, it was a star at Snow College down in Ephraim, Utah. Then committed to Utah. Had an incredible run as a Ute and obviously enjoyed a very, very long and fruitful NFL career. Uh, most notably his time uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. I also remember him, I think I'd tell him it was with the Detroit Lions for a minute. But had a great run in the NFL. Well, all these years later, after Matt once upon a time was a commit to BYU, well, his son will now don the blue and white of the BYU Cougars. And I, I gotta say, Ephraim Asiata is an incredible, incredible kid because he's overcome some incredible odds in his life. A number of you might recall there was an incident when he was attending uh, Hunter High School. Uh, he transferred to Harriman this past year. Actually, I think he started his career at Harriman, went to Hunter, and then ultimately went back to Harriman. Uh, but there was an incident while he was a student at Hunter High School. There was an incident where the shooting took place. Uh, two of his classmates were killed in the shooting. Uh, Ephraim himself was in critical condition. Uh, was in the hospital for a month at least, if I recall correctly. And there were a lot of folks out there. I remember when this went down saying, okay, let's just not, we're not focusing on football at this point with Ephraim Asiata. It's a, more of a question of what will he be able to really do in life and, heaven forbid, play football once again. This kid has beaten incredible odds. I think Matt Asiata was quoted saying he had like a one. Per, he was given like a one percent chance, uh, and he's really just he's beaten every obstacle put in his place, and he's come back to get offers from the likes of Utah, USC, and ultimately has landed at BYU. Ephraim has got great size for a linebacker. He's got everything you want in terms of a of a running. Excuse me, or not a running back, a linebacker. His dad was the running back, but Ephraim six foot two, two hundred and ten pounds. He he fits the bill of what BYU wants at linebacker: the ability to rush the uh, passer. Uh, when it comes to coming off the edge, drop into coverage, and play uh, just physical, 
football in the run game. It helps that his dad was a running back because Ephraim is a linebacker. You can tell he's been coached up by a guy who ran the ball for a living because he he attacks guys. He just downright attacks uh, guys on the football field. And I look forward to seeing what Ephraim offers to the BYU football program because really, is there anything that this young man can't do? It, it's incredible. Uh, I've, there are people out there who have uh, made uh, some comments about uh, his character and uh, some issues he had with regards to uh, some uh, let's, let's say incidents on the football field uh, while he's playing for Harriman this past year. I'll just say this about that. BYU would not take a kid like Ephraim Asiata if they thought he was a risk. This is a university, speaking of Brigham Young University, that is risk-averse. They do not like their image being tarnished, whether it's in football or anything else. BYU does their due diligence on making sure that the people that are going to represent this university and football being one of those institutions at BYU, maybe the most foremost institution in terms of uh, kind of spreading the brand of Brigham Young University, they believe that Ephraim Asiata will be well served to be in the environment at BYU. His parents have obviously signed off on this, I would imagine, and I think the BYU's got a very, very strong culture and a good group of guys they'll be able to help Ephraim accomplish whatever he hopes to accomplish in his life. So, I look forward to seeing what Ephraim can offer to BYU. Like I said, got the size you want at linebacker, 6'2", 210, has the ability to play at all three levels on defense, that's rushing the passer in the run game and even dropping into coverage, and I think this is a very, very solid pickup. Similar to Sonny Tuwale's a, a high, well, he's actually a higher rated uh, recruit than Sonny Tuwale. I think he's uh, Ephraim is an 88 rating, so he's near four-star territory uh, in the uh, 24-7 sports rankings. I guess the 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 rub is a lot of this, you get to like an 89-90 mark, that's when you turn into a four-star. So Ephraim's right on the doorstep of being a four-star talent, and it can't be just overlooked the fact that BYU took a Ute legacy right out of their backyard, and he is going to play for BYU. I, I know that uh, it's it's a big deal, obviously, for BYU to win these recruiting battles because of the PR side of things, but Ephraim... It feels like he has got a lot of uh, good things going for him. And once again, let me just reiterate, the fact that this kid has come back from being in critical condition after being shot in an incident in high school and is now ready to suit up and play for BYU is just a miracle in and of itself. And I'm not going to bet against anything that this young man uh, can accomplish on the football field because he has beaten the odds already uh, a couple of times. So looking forward to seeing what Ephraim as well as Sonny Tuala offer to BYU. And those are two very, very nice pickups for a very, very, solid, if not spectacular uh, signing class for BYU. And the fun isn't done. By the time you guys listen to this podcast, some of those surprises uh, may have already happened, but let's just put it this way. Uh, there could be some more flips coming for BYU on Flipmas, so stay tuned for that. And obviously some big recruiting battles uh, still to be won potentially for the Cougars. I think the two biggest names to keep an eye on uh, in terms of the, the recruiting battles, Kenny Lau Fonohema out of uh, Springville High School. We mentioned his name a little bit earlier on. Uh, he is an elite pass rusher in his own right. Uh, he is teammates with Dallin Johnson, who's already committed to BYU. I am expecting uh, to hear good news on him from BYU side of things, but the one I have got big question marks is Falatau Satuwala. Now, he's not going to sign today, uh, speaking of the early signing uh, period. He is going to go to the Army All-American game in San Antonio in early uh, January and announce it on national TV, and then he will sign in February, but uh, BYU would love nothing more than to beat uh, Utah for both of those guys. It's really come down to BYU and Utah for Fonohema as well as Satuwala 
and you get those two uh, for BYU with regards to winning those recruiting battles, that could signal, hey, BYU's uh, got some more force on the recruiting front than uh, some Ute fans may want to let on about. So uh, good things are happening for the Cougars. So get excited, folks. We'll see how it ultimately all pans out. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where things go and ultimately uh, – how today progresses. Like I said, it could be a big signing class for BYU. I am planning on doing a podcast. Uh, maybe you're watching this and I've already done it, but planning on doing a podcast in the early afternoon hours uh, and just kind of reacting to all the signings with some superlatives on each member of this recruiting class for BYU Ascends or two and what I like about them. And we'll get to all that, but it, it's really, really fun to watch BYU doing work when it comes to recruiting. This is fun, folks. This is a ton of fun to watch BYU competing and not only that, winning recruiting battles. That cannot be discounted. BYU is in it. The Power 5 designation, folks, is already paying dividends for the BYU football program, and I would not bet against BYU continuing to do some work today in the recruiting sphere, so we'll see what happens as things uh, play out. All right, well, coming up here in just a moment, we'll finish out uh, this edition of the podcast with some other notes. Uh, Six uh, Cougars uh, getting all academic citations, six of them getting all Big 12 honors, courtesy of the college football preview guru himself, Phil Still. We'll get to all that as we continue on right here on Locked on Cougars. Now, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. Of course, LinkedIn wants to help you guys out when it comes to hiring. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you guys need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. The best part is it's not just another job board. LinkedIn has got over a billion, it's a billion with a B, professionals online, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy that, in fact, 86% of small businesses are getting a qualified candidate within 24 hours of their job posting on LinkedIn. They know small businesses are wearing many hats and don't have the right uh, time or resources potentially uh, to hire adequately. That's where they want to step in and help you guys out. Uh, With LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. The best part is you can post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on college and get started today. They even just launched a new feature that helps you write job descriptions faster, making the process even easier and quicker, overall saving you time and money. So once again, post that job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply it's Kubota orange day shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the usa and now through june 30 get zero percent apr for 84 months or up to thirty three hundred dollars off select compact tractors See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys, if you have not done so already, make sure you checked out the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league across the sports universe. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel 
right now. All right. Uh, before we go on today's show, I want to say congratulations to six uh, BYU football players who received all academics. Uh, uh, I say all academic citations. That's right. Uh, so uh, six guys in terms of their grades is what they are being uh, being awarded. Comes from the College Sports Communicators uh, a Committee, the CSC, and it's really fun to see these guys accomplishing a lot of things on and off the football field. Will Farron, a star kicker for BYU, really came into his own this year. I uh, was on that list. Talmadge Gunther, Blake Mangelson, our good friend Connor Pay, Ryan Rico, and Keaton Slovis receiving those all academics uh, district citations by CSC. Uh, they are obviously doing very, very good things in the in the classroom. To be eligible for nomination, you must be a starter or significant contributor and have at least a 3.50 cumulative GPA. Our good friend Connor Pay from Highland, Utah, is a six foot six, 312 pound junior center who holds a 3.84 GPA in entrepreneurial management, folks. Many of you might recall, uh, Connor said last week, I don't belong in the Marriott School. Connor, you've got a 3.84 GPA, dude. You belong in spades. But nonetheless, congratulations to all six of those Cougars. And then six other Cougars were awarded all Big 12 honors from Phil Still. Now, Phil Still does his preview every year. Then he goes back after the season and re-awards guys for their performances on the football field. Uh, Six members of the BYU football program are named to the 2023 Phil Still all Big 12 teams for offense, defense, and special teams. Leading the way is recent NFL draft entrant Ryan Rico. He's named a Big 12 second team, all Big 12 second team. It was recognized by Phil Still as an honorable mention All-American. Uh, four Cougars were on the Big 12 third team including defensive end Tyler Batty, cornerback Eddie Heckard, offensive tackle Kingsley Suomatia who recently announced he's going to the NFL draft as well. And then linebacker Max Tooley who's out of, out of eligibility and chasing his NFL dream as well. Then long snapper Austin Riggs was named to the fourth team and he is obviously uh, pursuing a grad transfer in his own right. So congratulations uh, to all these guys on their honors. It's really fun to see them living their dream. Uh, Rico was previously named second team All-American by ESPN. It was honorable mention All-American by the College Football Network. So uh, really cool to see these guys getting these honors. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the season that many of them envisioned having in their swan song for a number of them as they now move on uh, to bigger and better things with the NFL and the like. But it's good to see them getting these honors. And the guy, getting a guy like Tyler Batty back for another year, it's a coup for BYU. I talked about the front seven being needing to be the bedrock or the foundation of BYU improving their defense next year. Well, having an all-Big 12 honoree in Tyler Batty coming back, that helps a lot, especially with a number of newcomers into the football program. But it's a fun day, folks. There is a lot going on today, so congratulations to all these young men. I mean that beyond just BYU signees. They are living a dream that many of us would have given a lot of body parts uh, to be able to live the dream of playing in college football. And I cannot stress enough how cool it is to see these guys live that dream. And I want to say just congratulations, a hearty congratulations to all these kids as they uh, live that dream. Now, uh, one other note real quick is that a former BYU quarterback, Jason Beck, is headed to New Mexico to join Bronco Mendenhall's staff as the offensive coordinator. Uh, It really felt like the writing was on the wall with this when he was not retained at Syracuse. Speaking of Jason Beck, Broncos getting his band back together. Uh, they did say on Football Scoop that uh, sources have told Football Scoop that BYU defensive analyst Jan Jorgensen is headed to coach the Lobos' defensive line. Uh, let's just put it this way. Sources to Locked On Cougars say that the defensive line thing is actually up in the air. It could be a different defensive position that Jan Jorgensen ultimately coaches, but Jan Jorgensen is indeed headed to New Mexico to join Bronco Mendenhall's staff. Uh, very excited for Jan and the opportunity to be a full-time Division I 
one assistant. I talked about this not too long ago when we talked about uh, Bronco getting that job at New Mexico, about how he may tap into BYU and get a guy like Jan to come down and join him. The best part about this for Jan Jorgensen, if you're looking forward for BYU, is that Jan can now go down to New Mexico, be a full-time FBS assistant coach, and if all goes well, he can be right back at BYU at some point in the relatively near future as a full-time uh, assistant coach, if not a coordinator, if things really progress. And that's that's the dream for Jan. He has ground and done what he needed to do at BYU as an analyst, has done incredible work for the Cougars. He will always be a BYU guy at heart and wish Jan nothing but the best as he moves forward here at New Mexico. Also, same thing for a guy like Jason Beck. Uh, I'm hearing some strong rumors that Famika Anai also could be headed uh, to join up uh, with Bronco Mendenhall. He's been uh, coaching offensive linemen at the FCS level for a little while now, and obviously he's the son of former BYU offensive coordinator Robert Anai. Famika obviously played for BYU just like his father as offensive lineman, so... Uh, Bronco, uh, getting the band back together in New Mexico and in many ways with BYU now being a Power 5 football program. New Mexico, if all goes well under Bronco Mendenhall, there could be a number of assistant coaches that BYU could tap into down there at, at New Mexico. And think of it this way. It could be a feeder program for future coaches uh, to go to BYU from. So uh, I know that New Mexico wouldn't like to hear that. I'm sure Bronco Mendenhall is not thinking it that way, but it's the simple reality of what things kind of stand uh, for for BYU right now. So there you go. That's what I got for you guys on this uh, Flipmas edition of Locked on Cougars. Like I said, another edition coming out later this afternoon for those of you uh, watching this early. But uh, we'll have plenty of reaction, get you some superlatives. And what I mean by that is I'll just essentially uh, give you my uh, one to two sentence uh, thought as to why each member of the signing class for BYU is going to be a guy that I'm going to enjoy watching at BYU. All of them pan out, TBD. But it's a fun, fun day, and obviously a lot to be celebrated for a number of young men leaving their dream of playing college football. But nonetheless, I want to thank all you guys for making this dream possible here on Lockdown Cougars and being an everydayer with us, obviously making it your first listen of the day. And I'll make sure you join us once again at later this afternoon as we talk all things BYU recruiting class signing day, uh, early signing day 2023, looking at a big class BYU and what they can offer the Cougars. So until then, have a great rest of your day, my friends. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.